Hello. Hey, just wanted to get a quick recording in. Uh, thank you again for all those who are joining me on this journey uh, of hearing a, a novice podcaster trying to get his voice out. Pretty much, this is the Left Brain Podcast. If you you don't if you don't know already, so basically, I've started this podcast in regards to get my thoughts out. And just to tell about my experiences as a caregiver. And there have been some episodes here and there where I talk with friends about different subjects and whatnot. And so, um, as of right now, I'm recording uh, this episode the night before I'm going to release it. So it is, I believe, March the 17th. This will be released on the 18th. And as of right now, the whole world, if you haven't caught up. Um, many parts of the world, if not globally, have um, pretty much been on shutdown in the sense that uh, due to the coronavirus, or I don't know the technical term, but I know it's uh, CDV-19, I believe. I, don't call me on that. But um, if you're listening and... If you're familiar with what's going on with the news, that's um, that's what I'm going to talk about today, uh, I guess. Um, how am I dealing with a national crisis as a caregiver? And so I think this is very unique in the sense, um, in the sense that it's, it, either it's going to be talked about or, or is rarely going to be talked about from a caregiver's standpoint. So, um, I believe the news of this outbreak has been almost a month old, as um, many of us have have known or have been aware of that this all started out in a small province in in the country of China. And soon it spread through travels, through airlines, through whomever was was a carrier, and then pass it on, and and so forth. Um, I read up as much as I can to try to be as educated as I can be. I know there's a lot of uh, there's been a lot of hype. What I want to say, there's a lot of since there's the word I can't say. Uh, sensationalize, yeah, sensationalization of the news of the outbreak, meaning that it's it it um rather than being informed or educated, it's blown to. Uh, what? How do I? How do I say this? It's blown to. Um, well, or I guess it's more geared now. It's more geared towards, uh, I guess, more fear, fear mongering in a sense, in all news outlets, most news outlets that I've uh, across came across, with very little uh, talks of relief or, or um, um, solutions. Well, um, I stand corrected. There has been talks of vac- vaccination, vaccinations. 
vaccines, things of that nature. Uh, things are being are being progressed as far as uh, that there's more news coverage of uh, how many people have been have recovered and more news from um, from government organizations and 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 organizations like the CDC and other international uh, organizations that deals with these crises and and whatnot to formulate and hopefully um, test out the this uh, talked about vaccine that's in the works and so uh, in a sense that's a that's a relief and that's good news as well and so but I think what's being pushed forward to the forefront of the news and that's what's catching a lot of a lot of eyes and a lot of attention is the the fear mongering that's put into the public and so um, I try my best not to get, uh, shift towards that perspective um, as I throughout the, the beginning of this crisis, I talked with some some professionals that I know, um, and they don't have a big over. They're not overly concerned with it, um, because it shows uh, similar symptoms of the flu, and and that just from what they said and what's been repeated on the news. Which is that the real people that are in danger are people who are elderly, preferably uh, 60 years and older, within that range. And so, and, and so, and unfortunately, there have been there have been casualties, and I don't know the age range of casualties. Uh, so, and I'm just trying to get out, be as educated, and be as um, unbiased as as far as keeping a level head in essence because as a caregiver you have to be aware of things of your surroundings and whatnot and so um, and usually when um, as far as activities and being outdoors and active for my dad um as if you didn't know, I'm a caregiver for my father. Um, he is 60 years old, and I am. I'm a bit cautious of him going outside nowadays, and um, having gone to public place, public places. So unfortunately, that means him being more confined to to the house, and and also him missing out on going to church as well. Unfortunately, so that's the unfortunate part. But at the um, at the risk of him not being around or being exposed to potential um, illnesses or viruses that are out there that are in the public, I think it's best for him just to be um, homebound. So, and and I'm not going to expand too much on this. I think it's just as for a lot of you caregivers that are in my position, it's about common sense. It's about being informed. It's just about being cautious, and and so I just urge 
all the caregivers that are caring for a loved one or for even for a client, just to, you know, use your common sense, be aware, be cautious. Yeah. So, so, and also just know that you, um, may have to be the voice of reason in case, um, the ones you take care of wants to push their, um, I don't want to say push, wants to impose their will as far as wanting to, you know, um, be able to socialize, going out in public and whatnot. And so they, they too should be informed and it is up to, um, to the caregiver, especially if you're spending most of your time with them, especially if it's a loved one to, to inform them and try to educate as best as you can to give them all the as a, all the viable information that's needed so they can they themselves could be aware in that sense. So oh uh, and and I think that us a society that's ex- going through um that's experiencing this experiencing um what happens when an outbreak like this happens you know um it's been reported that local businesses um public places now are being limited to small gatherings of people uh for instance um some restaurants might be only have a minimal minimal occupation of only 10 people at a time per per business or so um, that goes for same goes for grocery stores, same goes for um, malls, even, um, and and a lot of public schools like mine in my area, uh, in my area, the public schools have have been have been closed uh, for the time being, and they just started that this week. And so, in that regard. Um, Anything that's associated with public schools, usually any any uh, government-funded buildings such as the public library, um, they they too have closed um, for the time being, and just um, they figure that they give it every. They're they're estimating maybe a two-week uh, temporary close. Yes. What they're imposing and they're what, uh, they're what what they're going forward with as far as how long they're gonna be closing, uh, in hopes that everything will be sorted, and and situated in in the sense that uh, public safety will will be stabilized and that I guess they're giving themselves enough time to really um, get all the data needed to to combat the the illness and the viruses and whatnot. So. In that in that regard, I think it's it's smart, and but it does it does uh, um, tinker on the the local economy and those who and the small businesses around here and even the bigger businesses who who employ thousands and thousands of people. Um, they're they're not able to to. Um, they're not able to to I guess um, collect a paycheck, and so well um, I stand corrected on that. There are 
some companies that are out there to that are willing to pay their their employees to work from home. Um, there are some that are going out of the way to pay their employees while they um, they're out of work. And so because it's just maybe that's the measures they're going to right now. And so, but a lot of mom and pop shops they probably can't afford to do that. And so because it, you know, it's just basic economics. You need people to to spend money at your place in order to have the cash flow going, which um, can cover weekly uh, payroll to whoever you employ they employ. And so and so forth. Yeah. So um, the point is the the illness, the outbreak that we're going through it it affects um, every aspect of uh, of the society uh, that that we live in. And so and even gyms. I just got a notification from my gym that um, they are going to be shutting down for the next two weeks uh, due to uh, safety concern and so of the virus and. And so, you know, it's just the, it is the byproduct of what happens when an illness or an outbreak cannot be contained and it's so wide open. And, and yet there's, um, yeah, there, there's people out there, especially within government, within the, um, um, Within the organizations that are help that that are helping to uh, help society with this, um, as far as getting past it and getting and, and getting more information about it. So yeah, all right. So I know I talk mostly during this episode. I talk about mostly about the outbreak and kind of what it is and um, what it what it does for the economy and what it does for um, a city overall, and and I um, and I explain what it what is doing for caregivers in a sense. Well, specifically for me in my case. So um, I know there was only a small percentage of me talking about that, but it's just you know day to day. I'm kind of cautious of how my dad operates, how he functions. In that sense, um, you know, not only is he um, is his body um, failing him, which is the truth, due to his Parkinson's and how long he's had Parkinson's, it is affecting him, but also his mental state, and so it's just um, uh, it's always been kind of a chore in a sense. Um, whenever we go out in public place, whenever take him out in public and whatnot, you know, just kind of monitoring his, his behavior, his behavior, his mood, whatnot. Can he move well? Can he, is he comfortable in his wheelchair? Cause I, that's the only most effective way and efficient way to transport him is through wheelchair. And so, and he does walk with the walker inside the house, but even he has trouble keeping his balance. Yeah, in that sense, and so um, it's a challenge um, for him almost on an everyday basis. Just from just trying to 
um, trying to work his basic motor skills. But for this outbreak to come out, you know, it's now I think it's weighing more of his mind because he's missed maybe about three weeks uh, of of church services. Um, missed three Sundays of church service. And so, and that's just, um, I think, uh, because that's just, for me, I think that's, and I'm just speaking for myself, it's just, I think it's the best decision um, for him health-wise just to remain home on, on Sundays. So, yeah, until this thing can get cont- uh, contained, until the the hysteria of the outbreak dies down, until, until um, our cities can get back to a functioning way of, of operating, then, yeah, I, I don't, I don't foresee um, a situation where I can I can uh, let my father uh, be out in public or even outside, you know. So, yeah. So, um, I don't want to end it on a sad note. I don't want to end it. I don't want to seem like I'm being a controlling person of of my father, but it's just. It's just looking after his, um, looking out for him as far as health wise and 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 whatnot. So, um, for those who are in my position, I I hope you understand. I hope you can empathize. And so, it's just yeah, you don't have to agree with me. I just um, it's, my hope is that just you know, you just understand where I'm coming from, and so you don't have to agree with me. In that sense, so yeah. So as caregivers, you have to. Those are tough decisions you have to make. Those are things you have to keep in mind. In that sense, so when, yeah, especially when taking care of a loved one. So, but uh, I will end it here. I will do my best just to continue on, just having this flow of uh, episodes coming out every Wednesday, as much as I can. So. Yeah, there. I know I've been lacking. I know I kind of said I committed to uh, getting these out every Wednesdays, but I know I'm missing some weeks. So, but I'll try my best to get back on the on the ball, as they say. So, I hope everyone's having a good week so far. I hope no one's affected by the illness or the outbreak or the the virus, whatever it may be. Uh, I hope it's I hope you're keeping yourself safe. And if you're a caregiver, I hope you're keeping yourself and your client or your loved one safe as well. So that being said, um, I bid you all good night.